What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Grit Fitness and Performance Podcast. As always, I am your host, Chris Sanchez, and today we're going to talk about something that I'm sure everyone has dealt with at one point uh, in their life up to this point, Uh, some of you more than others, but we are going to talk about how to maximize your workouts if you are short on time. So eventually, at some point in your life, Life is going to throw some kind of bullshit at you. You're going to have to deal with your work or your commute or something, uh, you know, you got to go to your kid's recital or you've got social obligations or whatever it may be. But at some point, life's going to happen and your workouts are going to essentially take a back seat for maybe one day, maybe one week, uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. So, How do you approach these workouts in a way that is going to allow you to basically maximize the little time that you have in order to get the most out of your workouts? Um, So before we dive into this topic, as always, if you guys enjoy the podcast, uh, whatever platform you're listening on, please go and leave a review or share it or basically just you know show some love uh, we really appreciate that and of course if you guys want any more information on um, grit and kind of what we do you can visit our website at gritfitnessandperformance.com or you can stalk us on social media on tiktok and on instagram at grit fitness and performance um, and uh, wherever else you can find us on social media so go ahead and and Go do that because that would be appreciated. Um, okay, so <coughs> I choked on my spit. Don't lie. If everyone's done it at one point or another. Um, I just did it at a uh, very inopportune time where a lot of people may be listening to me. Anyway, um, back to what we were talking about. So maximizing your workout if you are short on time. It's bound to happen to you. Um, So let's talk about how to maximize and basically get the most efficiency out of that workout that you can. So the first thing you're going to ask yourself is, what can I do or how can I structure this workout to give me the most bang for my buck? You are looking to take advantage of the 30 minutes you have, the 40 minutes you have, or whatever your shortened time frame is. What are going to be the things that you are going to do in order to get the most out of that short time frame? Now, there are certain things that maybe you won't do, um, maybe like hardcore strength training where you're doing like singles or doubles um, because that requires a lot of rest time and you won't get a lot done within that hour. Now, I'm going to approach this podcast and this topic as if you are basically just seeking out an overall full body good workout. So fat loss, strength gain, um, just an overall good workout. We're not looking for like a niche um, specific goal here, but I'll touch on that if that is what you're looking for um, in that shortened time frame. Um, but I'm going to adjust this podcast as if you're just looking for a quick, full body workout and you're, you got a good workout for the limited amount of time that you're in the gym. So the first thing that you're going to need to do when it comes to um, you know, having a limited time frame is you're going to need to set and manage your expectations appropriately. So what this means is if you're going into a workout and you know you only have 35 minutes to get something done, you're not going to be able to do what you would normally do had you been given 
75 minutes. So that may mean you are eliminating certain exercises. That may mean you are tinkering with your rest periods. Um, maybe you are completely overhauling, or overhauling what you're going to do in order to get the most done possible. So manage your expectations right off the bat. You're probably not going to be able to do as much volume as you normally do. You might not be able to push as much weight, meaning the intensity is going to be a little bit lower just because the higher the intensity, the more rest is going to be needed for that particular lift. And you may have to alter a bunch of other things that um, you know are escaping me at the moment, but just manage your expectations right off the bat. This is probably not going to be like your typical 60 minute lift. So just kind of have that um, mentality right off the bat. I think instead of focusing on what you can't do, you know, given your shortened time frame, I think that you should be happy that you are doing something at all. And I say this to clients all the time that something is always better than nothing. So, so don't get down on yourself that it isn't going to be one of your best lifts, or maybe you won't set a personal best um, in this shortened time frame. But you should focus on the positive that you are doing something and you got something done. Because let me tell you, nothing is a slippery slope and it can snowball. And one missed workout because um, you're short on time can easily turn into two, can turn into three missed workouts. And then before you know it, you're really kind of falling off the bandwagon a little bit and then you have to get back on and it's a lot harder to get going again after you've missed several workouts as opposed to missing one. Um, So just be happy that you're doing something at all. Um, So now that you've managed your expectations, um, here are some things that you can do to really make the most out of your shortened time frame. And I think I'm going with a time frame that's basically like 30 to 40 minutes. Um, obviously anything less than that, and you can still apply these principles. But I think for most people when they're working out, they basically set aside an hour. I think that's just a good round number um, and a generalization that can go across the board for many people. Um, but for what we're talking about, I'm assuming you have 30 minutes, 30 or so minutes, give or take. So the first thing that I think you probably should do is prioritize and focus on your lower body. And there's a couple reasons for this. So your lower body, when compared to your upper body, you have more muscle mass. So your butt muscles, your hamstrings, your quads, your your groin, your calves, you have more musculature in the lower body than you do compared to the upper body. So when you compare it to like your triceps and your deltoids or your shoulders um, and your biceps, there's just more muscle mass in the lower body. So if you're looking to maximize 30 to 40 minutes and you're trying to get a quick but effective workout in, you really should focus on hitting your lower body. Um, now, I'm not saying you have to omit your upper body completely, but if you had to pick a gun to your head, are you going to um, do a bench press or are you going to do a deadlift? I would probably suggest that you do a deadlift um, right off the bat because more muscle mass when that's contracting, when that's moving and all the joints in the lower body, this is going to elicit a a higher calorie burn and it's going to lead to more of a chance to build muscle and it's going to lead to a greater strength gain overall. But now obviously if you have goals that are specific to your upper body, like you would like to increase some muscle mass in your chest or in your shoulders or whatever it may be, obviously, then you would probably prioritize upper body. But 
since we're going for a generalization here and you're just looking for the biggest bang for your buck to get an overall workout or an overall quality workout, I would highly suggest that you start and you focus on your lower body. So this means your deadlift variations, your squat variations, your lunge variations, hip thrust variations, and try to make sure that you position those things first in your workout and you get those things done first. Um, It's more muscle working, more calorie burn, more strength gain, and it's going to basically just give you more of a return on your investment, so to speak, as you're going through this workout. Now, going off of this, and I kind of already touched on it, you should also focus on your compound movements. Now, this goes for both lower body and upper body movements. So if you're doing a full body workout um, in that 30 minutes, or you're just doing you know, a split, depending on what your particular goals are, you absolutely need to focus on compound lifts. So a compound lift is basically a movement that involves multiple joints moving simultaneously or at the same time. So when you look at something like a squat, you squat down to the ground, your hips are bending, your knees are bending, your ankles are bending. That's a multi-joint movement. So you can do the same thing with a deadlift and the same thing applies. Your hips are moving, knees are moving, ankles are moving. You have a lot of muscles that are basically contributing to this motion. So the more the more joints that are moving in a given exercise, the more calories that are going to be burned during that particular movement, the more strength that's going to be gained, the more calories are going to be burned, the more stamina that's going to be developed or whatever you're shooting for with your particular goals in this particular workout. But you should always focus on and prioritize these compound movements um, because they really are just going to give you the most bang for your buck. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't include isolation movements, meaning you're only moving one joint at a time. So uh, a bicep curl, for example, if you basically just curl a bi- or a dumbbell up like you would in a basic bicep curl, the only joint that's moving is your elbow. And the only muscle that's working is basically your, your biceps. And obviously there's more muscles that are going into it um, in terms of your forearms are working and those smaller kind of you know, extensor and flexor muscles in your forearm, they're working as well. But in the grand scheme of things, when you compare it to something like a squat or like a deadlift, that isolation movement, it's not going to give you a big of a bang of a buck or a big, I feel like that was a tongue twister. It's not going to give you as much out of that movement um, when you compare it to something more multi-joint. So I'm not saying you have to ignore isolation movements but if you're pressed for time and you've only got 30 minutes you really need to pray or you really need to be prioritizing your squats your deadlifts your lunges your rows your presses your carries those are going to be the things that are moving multiple joints in one movement they're going to be building strength more effectively they're going to be burning calories more effectively then let's say you get through you know, a set of squats or sorry, three sets of squats, deadlifts, rows, and then a press. And then you still got five extra minutes and you want to get a little arm pump in there. You want to get a little, you know, designated booty work. Um, feel free, but don't start off with that stuff. If you're looking to maximize your time in the gym. Okay. So now moving on, we've talked about how you should basically, prioritize your lower body. We talked about how you should prioritize compound lifts. How do you structure 
a 30 minute lift to get the most out of it. Well, I would say if you're in, you know, walking into a gym and you only have 30 minutes, there's a couple ways that you can go about things. The first thing that you can do is you can basically just keep it simple and you can do just straight sets like how you would during a normal workout, but obviously you're going to be able to complete less work in that given time frame. So, you know, as a very simplistic um, example, you could go <clears throat> three sets of deadlift followed by three sets of press. So you basically just superset those guys and you do them back to back. So you would do one set of a deadlift and then you would do one set of a press rest and then you would complete that for three sets. And then you would move on to a squat supersetted with some type of row or some type of chin up or any type of pull. You would do three sets of each of those. And then after that, you would do some type of maybe loaded carry, and then maybe you can throw in some type of direct core work, or maybe then you can throw in some type of isolation or isolation exercise, maybe a bicep curl or a tricep press down or um, something specific for the hamstrings. But that's one simple way to go about things. Now, the only downfall is, um, you know, it, it might take a little bit longer than what you anticipate because they are compound movements. They do take a lot out of you just because you have a lot of or a lot of muscles that are moving at the same time. So you might only be able to get through, you know, three sets of your first two exercises and then maybe two and a half sets before you run out of time. So there's nothing wrong with this. Like I said, in the beginning, something is better than nothing, but with this approach, you really have to basically be strict with your rest periods. So if you're setting up your 30 minute, you know, lift this way, don't dick around on your phone in between sets. Um, you know, don't chit chat it up with the person next to you. Don't get lost in your headphones or your audiobook, or your podcast or your music or whatever you're listening to. You might le like legitimately have to set a timer on your phone for 60 seconds rest or 90 seconds rest and you have to be religious about it and get through it because when you've got 30 minutes you've got no you know there's there's no fluff time there's no downtime you have to trim all the fat within this workout to get as much done as you as you can so that would be my advice if you're just going to keep things simple and just do your straight sets um, be very diligent with your rest times, set a timer for 60 seconds or 90 seconds, and then stick to it. And then just basically see how many, how many, you know, exercises you can get through, um, given those straight sets. Now, another thing that you can do is you can do something that's called a density set. So a density set, basically what it means is you are performing as much work as you can within a given time frame. Now you can set this up multiple ways. You can set a timer for each exercise. You can give yourself an overall timer. Um, but you know, typically with a density set, you're picking three to four exercises. You're selecting a time frame. Let's say 10 minutes on this one. And then for each of those exercises. So let's just say you're doing deadlifts, pushups, and single arm rows, whatever, just making something off the top of my head. So you have those three exercises. Now give yourself a time frame of 10 minutes. Now for each of those exercises, you're going to select a weight that basically allows you to leave several reps in the tank. Meaning if you can do a deadlift with a hundred pounds for 10 reps, you want to choose something that's more 70, 75 pounds. Um, and the reason for this is because you're trying to get as much work done within a time frame as possible. So obviously you can't push it in terms of intensity, 
um, you know, using as much weight as you can, because that would, you know, that would require you to rest longer. And then that would defeat the purpose of basically trying to get as much work done within that 10 minutes as possible. So you pick a purposely lighter weight, you perform however many reps you want. Let's just say 10. We're going to keep round numbers for this one. So you, you, you've got your three exercises. You've got your deadlift, you've got your pushups, and you have your single arm row. You pick a weight that allows you to complete 10 reps, but you probably could complete, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, like if you really had to. So it's a little bit lighter. And then you basically just get after it for those three exercises. You do 10 deadlifts, you do 10 pushups, you do 10 rows, and then you basically just keep going as many times as you can within that 10 minute time frame. Now, because the weights are going to be a little bit lighter, it's going to allow you to perform a little bit more work within that 10 minute period because the intensity is not as high. Therefore, you won't need as much recovery, you're still going to need a little bit. So you're still lifting weights. This isn't, this hasn't turned into a Zumba cardio class that you're just running through and you're getting 10 rounds done in 10 minutes. No, it's not like that. You should still feel like you're lifting weights, but the intensity is going to be a little bit lower. Heart rate's going to be a little bit higher because it's basically going to be a nonstop type of thing. Like you might rest for a little bit, but again, you're going through, you're trying to make this as dense of a set as possible. You're trying to cram as much work as you can within that given time frame. So now obviously the benefits of this method are you get a lot of work done in a short amount of time frame. So like this type of workout would be tremendous if you only had 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get through because you can basically complete depending on, you know, how in shape you are from a cardiovascular standpoint you might be able to get four sets of every exercise done. And you might be able to do this with two circuits, meaning you get, you know, six exercises done and you get a lot of work done within that time frame. Now, obviously the drawback is, is because you're decreasing the weight um, and you're not pushing it the way that, you know, you might normally do had you had 70 minutes to complete a workout, you might not be pushing it in terms of overall strength. So like if overall strength is your goal and you are trying to get stronger, density sets may not be the way to go. You might be better off with doing kind of like your straight sets and just focusing on those bigger compound lifts and pushing the deadlift how you normally would and pushing the squat how you normally would or whatever your particular goal is. But if you're already decently strong and you're just looking for an overall quality workout and you just need to get shit done because you've only got 30 minutes and you're trying to maximize those 30 minutes, density sets are probably going to be an amazing tool for you to utilize to get the most work done as possible. Um, now, you probably do want to keep the rep ranges between like 8 and 12 um, just because anything lower than that, you're probably going to need to rest a little bit longer. Um, and you really just want to try to avoid your, your super heavy stuff when you're doing density sets. So try to avoid the three to five reps, um, because it will, you know, require a longer rest period. Um, but you know, like I said, if absolute strength is a goal, this might not be, you know, the method for you. Um, but if you are looking for more of an all encompassing workout, um, this might be your best option. Um, and I think that pretty much covered every, Oh, the one thing, okay. This wasn't in my notes, but I did want to touch on it. So you only have 30 minutes for a workout. Should you perform a warm up? 
Um, you've only got a little bit of time, but obviously you were trying to maximize that time. And, you know, some people are going to skip it altogether because they don't think it's, you know, beneficial. And they're like, oh, it's just a warm up. Like I need to, I need to get after it. Now, if you're in your twenties, you might be able to get away with that because you're young, you're nimble, your joints are fresh, your muscles, you're ready to go. You can just take a beating. You don't have to do it. Once you hit your thirties, forties, fifties, I would advise you to not skip this. So I'm not saying you have to go through a full detailed, you know, warm up like how you normally would. And it takes 10 to 15 minutes because obviously that only leaves you with whatever, 10 to 15 minutes to actually work out. But it would go through some type of abbreviated warm up. Even if you're just going through something as simple as, you know, a deep squat to an inchworm with a shoulder tap. Like you're, you're still going through some type of movement to lubricate all your joints, to elevate your body temperature, to maybe get a little bit of a sweat going. That way, when you go to dive into something a little bit more intense, like a heavy deadlift or a density set, you're not going to kill yourself. So be smart because you're short on time. Doesn't mean you have to be stupid. You should still approach your training as if you had, you know, a longer window to actually go through and lift. Um, but don't neglect the warm up just because you're running out of time. You probably should do something, even if it's, you know, a lighter set of the exercise that you're about to do. Don't just dive in and go balls to the wall. That's a recipe for disaster. And you're probably going to end up in more pain than you probably should be need to be. And it's completely avoidable hundred percent. Um, but that's my two cents on how to maximize your workouts if you're running short on time. Now, did we talk about everything? Probably not. There are a lot of options that you can run through and still accomplish a good workout in a shortened time frame. But obviously with what we do at Grit and kind of what we preach and, you know, our our big belief in strength training, this kind of podcast was geared more towards still getting strength training in within those, you know, 30 minutes or whatever you have. Um, so remember, if you've got a shortened time frame and you only have a little bit of time to do stuff, remember, manage your expectations right off the bat. Focus on compound lower body movements. So that means your deadlifts, your squats, your lunges. Um, if you have more specific goals and they involve upper body things, well, then you would want to focus on things like your bench presses, your push-ups, um, your shoulder press, your rows, your chin-ups, um, and then probably your loaded carries. Um, those are going to be kind of like your your money makers, so to speak, when it comes to the upper body stuff. Um, try to you know steer clear of the isolation exercises. I'm not saying you have to get rid of them completely, but definitely don't start off your lift with the isolation exercises. Um, unless, you know, you've got some type of scenario where performing these isolation, maybe shoulder movements or knee movements or elbow movements is going to prep your body so that you feel better for some compound lift. So this is, this is common in, you know, maybe more advanced lifters who are in their forties and fifties where doing a little bit of isolation work before compound movements is going to better prep your joints so that when you actually complete those lifts, you feel better. But that's kind of like a very specific situation for a you know certain demographic. So that one is basically just kind of up to you and how old you are, how much training experience you have under your belt. Um, 
So you kind of have to take that piece of advice with a grain of salt. Um, and then past this, you know, structuring your workout, you can keep it simple and go straight sets and just do as many as you can while pushing the intensity a little bit. So maybe you keep the weights a little bit heavier, but you run the risk of not getting as many done as you can. But again, remember something is better than nothing. So don't be upset if you only complete three sets of deadlift, three sets of presses, and then one and a half set of, you know, your, your rows and lateral lunges. Something is always better than nothing. Um, so again, manage those expectations or go through a density set. So pick time frame. Usually 10 minutes is going to work the best. Just pick, I don't know, two to four exercises and then select a weight that you can kind of not easily lift, but not kill yourself with. Give yourself a rep range and then complete those reps and then you just keep doing it over and over and over. Three sets of 10 on the deadlift, three sets of 10 on the push-up, three sets of 10 on the bent row. Repeat until that 10-minute timer is up. When that 10-minute timer is up, pick three new exercises. So you can go squat, you can go dumbbell press, and then you can go suitcase carry or kettlebell swings. It doesn't even matter um, as long as it's a compound movement. And then again, select a weight that you can move but not too easily and then do it. 10 squats, 10 presses, carry for 25 yards, repeat that process for 10 minutes, get as much done as you can. It'll feel more metabolic in nature, meaning your heart rate's going to be a little bit more elevated, but it will give you the most bang for your buck when it comes to getting the most out of those 30 minutes. I promise you. Um, and if you have, you know, a stressful job or you've got kids or you've got social obligations or for a lot of you guys out there you've got all three of those things so this might be something that's good to kind of keep in your back pocket for when you don't have the full allotted time that you would normally give yourself um and then uh you know just be diligent with your rest times don't dick around remember that you're in the gym you've got to get after it you've got a, a short time frame so it's not time to mess around it's time to get in get shit done and then get out so hopefully this helped you um i hope i didn't ramble too much and that all this made good sense this is kind of a uh, makeshift podcast that i'm doing right now not my normal setup so i'm a little a little frazzled if i can admit it but anyway um if you enjoyed the podcast go share it with anyone um that you think would benefit from it um leave a review a star rating whatever they allow on the platform and thanks for listening and we will see you guys next time